Hey ladies, welcome to another episode of The Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Beza and I'm your host. And today we're super excited because we get to talk on the phone with Julia Abel. And if you're not familiar with who she is, I promise you by the that by the end of this, you're going to know and love her. This past year um, at New Life Church, we hosted um, what we have every year called the Woman Conference, and it's the gathering of all of the women from all across the state of Arkansas um, for our annual Women's Conference. And Julie was one of our speakers, and she just gave an incredible message about um, being women of faith and how it's just so important that we frame our world and our lives with with words of faith. And so she was, I mean, honestly, it was super challenging. And um, I've thought about it so many times since she spoke. But today we have the chance to speak with her over the phone. Um, while she was recording this, or while we were on the phone talking, she and her husband were actually headed to um, a disaster relief project there in Sydney. And so we are just going to jump right into the phone call. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and let's chat with Julia. so much going on for you guys. Okay, so, you know, from United States, we keep up with what's going on in Australia. And honestly, it's unbelievable what's going on, but you're living in the middle of it. I mean, I know that you have asked people to pray, but is there anything else? What can we do as believers to help with what is going on right now? Uh, look, I really appreciate that even you asking that question. It's very kind. Um, prayer really is very powerful. Yeah. And if I could ask you to pray specifically for rain, that's yes. what our nation needs. We're in the middle of our worst drought, our worst bushfire season, and we desperately need rain. The forecast is actually, as, as I'm speaking to you, the forecast is that we're going to have four days of rain. Well, we haven't yes. had four days of rain for the longest time, but look, the clouds haven't come yet, so we're still believing for that rain and you know we just really appreciate your prayers because they are powerful and they make a big yes. difference Absolutely. Well, we will be praying with you. And honestly, I know the ladies that hear this will be praying and we will be believing that that four days of rain comes and it's more than we could ever have asked. So thank you for sharing that with us. Okay. So today I really wanted to, um, I guess, just ask your wisdom on a subject that you've probably answered these questions a million times, but 
Among women, I just think it's such a subject that comes up over and over again is how to balance it all. And, you know, you guys have so much going on. Um, It seems like your life is so full. You're a wife. You're a mom. You do so much. But bottom line question is, can you just share a little bit of what you've learned along the way, um, how to balance all the things that you are called to do as a woman? I I think uh, the word balance in life is a little bit overrated actually (laughs) I think I think it's this notion of we're all trying to balance our lives and have this perfect equilibrium but I think truly I I don't know if you call it this this playground equipment but I I think like more like a seesaw do you have seesaws yes yes a seesaw yes um and you have your ups and your downs and it's just like there is moments of equilibrium but it's more um, realising that life has its like one minute's up, one minute's down and it's, I guess it's finding the peace in the, the, the seesaw of life rather than trying to have this perfect equilibrium because I think then you live in constant disappointment. Mm-hmm. So I think it's finding the peace and finding what I call your mojo Yes. Finding your mojo, um, which is your your uh, equilibrium in the highs and, and lows. Yes, that's so good. I love that because, you know, looking even back over my own life, it's like, well, where was there actually balance? But you you can tell by the number of women that ask this question that really people strive for it. But I think you hit the nail on the head that it's more, it's not about balance. It's more about peace. And so for you being a wife and a mom and a pastor and launching a church and being over the women with Australian Christian churches, how do you find peace amongst all of the to-dos and all of the demands that are in your day-to-day life? That's a really good question. I I think it's not trying to bite off more than you can chew within every day. I think the Bible is quite clear that we've only got grace for today. And so I like to liken my life and dealing with my life like eating an apple. I think you don't eat an apple with one big bite. You Mm -hmm. have little bites at a time. And I think doing life is like doing life one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And you've only got grace for that. The Lord doesn't promise us that we've got grace outside of one day at a time. And I think so often we look too far into the future and don't enjoy the day that we've got at hand. Uh, and that's what brings across stress. It's like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to do all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, you you actually have the grace to do all of this today. Mm-hmm. And so it's focusing on that. And, and like eating an apple is one bite at a time, doing life is one day at a time. So I think that's the wisdom that I would give and how I have literally tackled my life. And, you know, like right now I've got, numbers of responsibilities, big responsibilities, pastoring a church, starting an NGO, overseeing <coughs> a movement of women within a nation. And rather than, uh, you could get quite overwhelmed with all those responsibilities. Right. Rather, so I'm like, okay, what can I do today? Yeah. And how can I plan efficiently for tomorrow, but not try and live in tomorrow, just live in today? Yes, that's so good. I love that analogy, taking a bite of the apple a bit at a time, one day at a time. That's so good and so practical because I think it really is easy to, when you feel God plant something in your heart and it's a God-breathed dream or some type of vision, you know, 
it's so big and it's so sometimes it really can be overwhelming to think how do I get from point A to point B but it's like the verse that says your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path it's one step at a time toward where God wants to take you so I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so I was talking to a few friends about the fact that we would get to chat with you. And um, I said, do you have any questions? And one of them said, honestly, I would just love to know what it looks like. What does Julia's day-to-day life look like? And so I know that's kind of a trivial question, but could you share just what do you do? What does your life look like right now? Well, I wish I had a formula or a structure for every day, but it's quite unstructured. But I guess it does start early in the morning. I'm an early riser. I love the morning. And it starts with a black coffee and my Bible, actually. So every day I, I long to get into the Word of God. And I know that the Word of God frames my day. And actually get their head start and I, the way I, the reason I know that is because if I don't start my day in the word then I'm starting it on the wrong foot so to speak mm-hmm. and you know I can get into all kinds of trouble when I don't frame my day with the word of God so I start in the word of God and then I just go my daily um, appointments I, I say it's not so much routines as um, appointments I do have a day off every week and I really try and stick to that mm-hmm. um, but because my world is so many different aspects um, it's booking appropriate appointments to achieve outcomes and so I guess that's how I do my day and at night I you know I try not to book up every night and be busy every night and so it's it's doing things at night that I enjoy things like I actually enjoy watching the news <laughs> so at the end of the day I tend to and just, I guess, throw off the day by just watching what's going on in the rest of the world and, you know, uh, going on dates with my husband and hanging out with my family, doing things like that's really important to me. Right. That's awesome. Okay, so you mentioned um, your day off. Would you describe, I mean, what does a day off look like for you? How do you get rest? Uh, we live near the beach, yes. so we're really fortunate, and the Australian <laughs> beaches are gorgeous, so yes. it's going a walk along the beach, it's hanging out with my husband. Um, breakfast is a really important and fun meal for Australians. We like to gather together around breakfast, so having breakfast with friends on the day off, yeah, doing those kinds of things. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> a cough. I know. Sorry. Isn't it fun to have a cough when you're recording something? Um. Okay, so I was just thinking about the different women that would be listening to this. And honestly, this is just for the women of our church. So it could be a high school girl. It could be a brand new mom, a newlywed. It could be someone walking through divorce or an empty nester or a mom who's retired that, you know, is looking at the rest of her life like, God, what do you have for me? And for the woman who is in just, you know, there's so many different seasons of life that a woman could be in. But for someone that might be living um, the type of life that says yes to everything, you alluded to that a minute ago. It's important to choose your yes and choose your no. Do you have any advice for someone who might say yes way too often and live on the edge of burnout? Yeah, I would. I I think um, if we are living on the edge of burnout or we are living in burnout, you've got to ask 
yourself the question, am I doing what God called me to do? Because if we are doing what the Lord called us to do, he wouldn't take us into to burnout. I mean, mm. he's very clear about that. He gives us the strength to walk, the strength to run and not grow weary. It's in Isaiah that those scriptures are found. And so I think you've got to ask the question, um, what do I need to say no to so I can actually bless my yes? And when you say no to the to the right things um, that are actually wrong things for you, you actually bless the yes, which gives you greater power in what you are doing. So mm. I think you've got to choose wisely what you're going to um, say yes to and then be very courageous and say no to other things. Because the truth is, if we say yes to too many things, then we're not giving anything our 100%. And I think it's, What I've noticed is that the people who um, are very focused on few things that become quite successful or have fruitful outcomes in those things. Mm -hmm. So I think choose wisely and don't say yes to everything because you're not actually blessing that. Um, Say no wisely so you can bless you yes. Yes, that's so good. I love what you said about how is it really what God's called you to do if you're living in burnout? Because he would not take us there. And that's so wise. Um, okay, so you, you're talking about saying no to sometimes good things so that God can give you or that you can say yes to the great things in your life that God's called you to do. But how do you discern between the two? Can you give any advice and any wisdom on that? Yeah, I think it's getting an overall direction from the Lord. And then if something comes that is outside of that overall direction, you know, to me, that's an immediate no. Mm -hmm. I I can give an example. Like last year, we had a massive life change. Um, For the previous 20 years, we were on team at Hillsong Australia. We were pastoring um, for the last um, 12 years, Hillsong Australia being the lead pastors. And... When we resigned from that, the Lord was very clear that the next season and broadly speaking, he was really clear. He didn't give us all the specifics. Mm-hmm. Um, that was for us to work out. But broadly speaking, we knew what track we were on and we had so many invitations and offers to do all kinds of things, um, including, including outside of Australia, which in the natural is very flattering, mm-hmm. but in the spiritual, we had to stay on track and move towards our true north, which is where God was taking us, and which meant we had to say no to a lot of really amazing good offers and just stay on track with where we knew the Lord was taking us. So, you know, something can even look wonderful in the natural, but in the spiritual, you've got to ask the question, is this where or the direction that the Lord is taking me? And be very clear with that. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Prayerfully considering all the things that come your way. Wow. Well, okay. Everything. <clears throat> I know. Everything. Because it's like if you say yes to something that seems small or minor, it could definitely derail the direction that God's taking you or just distract or make you waste time. So thank you for sharing well, that. Well, the other thing is, the other thing is, is um, you know, we're doing three quite ginormous things at the moment, planting a brand new church, starting a NGO and overseeing a women's movement in our nation. Um, they're three really big things, yeah. and I. It's also really. It would be irresponsible of me to say yes to those unless it was the Lord 
giving me the grace for it. Right. So it's also recognizing what the Lord's giving you grace for it. Right. For and if He gives you the grace for it, you're well able to do it. That's why in this season I'm just trusting God because I'm like God, this is Your leading and direction. So. Obviously, I'm able to do it in my own strength, no, but in yours, yes. So it's learning and leaning into the Lord's strength, which comes through his word, Mm -hmm. Jesus, his word, and uh, it really does set you up when you do it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. That's so good. Okay, so have you ever been at a point in your life where you did feel out of balance or out of... I don't know. I guess the question we talked about earlier, how balance isn't even the goal. But, you know, did you ever get to a point? Have you ever gotten to a point where you felt overwhelmed, out of balance, out of sync with what God had for you? And and how did you find your way back? Ah, uh, yes, I definitely have. That probably happened uh, about 18 months to two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I the the signs that my life had gone gotten out of balance was I'd lost the joy for the things that I had always had joy for. Mm. Um, so you know your life's got out of balance when you're passionate about church, but you've lost your joy for it. Right. And I got to a season where I was facing Sundays with trepidation mm. and with almost a sadness because I knew how powerful church was, but yet I was entering into a Sunday or a service just feeling like I couldn't wait for this to end. Wow. And I think you've got to read the signs. And what what had taken me there was my life was so fast-paced and I was living from adrenaline hit to adrenaline hit, Mm -hmm. which can become as bad a drug as illicit substances Mm -hmm. because you're just going from one high event to the next high event. And I think when you do that for too long, and I didn't realize that, you do that for too long a period without a sense of rest in your soul or a rest in the physical, you actually hit burnout. So Mm, I wouldn't have said when I was in burnout that I was, but looking back, I Mm -hmm. went through a period of burnout and I think it was just, going from one adrenaline hit event to the next for a extended years period of time. Like it wasn't just like, oh, this went for a year or two years. This was like, you know, decades wow. of adrenaline hit to adrenaline wow. hit. And you've got no idea the detrimental effect it has on you physically and also mentally and then eventually spiritually. And so I would say you've really got to protect yourself against that. There's plenty that you can read up about, um, am, am I addicted to adrenaline? Um, if you just Google that, uh-huh. it's actually there's some really uh, amazing things. Because it's something like a women's conference example. It's like a high. It's yeah. like amazing. Um, which, you know, one of those every year is fine. But when you're doing constant event after event after event or weekend that is like an event mm-hmm. and you've got no re- reprieve from that, it can become detrimental mm-hmm. to your body, mind and spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was the book again? Will you tell us, make sure we remember the book? The book that I read? Yes. Tell us again the title of that. Oh, gosh. I actually, I didn't mention a book title. Oh. But... Oh, gosh, 
I wish I did remember that. I'm sitting in my car and I am unsure. There, there was a few books, but definitely um, Brene Brown's material. I, I actually said go to Google. Okay, that's what you Google said. Google adrenaline, adrenaline yes. hits and, and addicted to adrenaline. I see. Because it's as unhealthy as getting addicted to illicit drugs, but it's a slower addiction. So I said go to Google and Google it. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were saying it was a book. <laughs> no, no. Um, but I would say read um, Brene Brown. I think she's incredible. She brought incredible breakthrough to my husband and my life. Also, um, there was a, a book called Crucial Conversations mm-hmm. that was imperative to our recovery. And I think, you know, uh, the Bible. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the of Bible course, is yes like above all yes okay well thank you I know that you guys are busy and you are headed to disaster relief today and so I don't want to take any more of your time but I would love if you would close us in prayer and if you would just pray over the women of our church who are listening I would love to and thanks so much for having me I think thank you're you. an absolutely gorgeous girl <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm loving that I'm in Australia looking at your like I said to you your glowing face And um, you shine the love of Jesus. So thank you for having me. And I would love to pray for the girls of Arkansas. I actually fell in love with you at the end of last year. So, Father, I just thank you for every one of these girls that is listening to this podcast. Lord, I know that you have a plan and a purpose for her. And, Lord, I pray that she would attune her ears and her heart so that she would know what that plan and that purpose is for her life. Lord, you don't keep your purpose for us hidden and so father i pray that you would reveal that to her i pray a blessing over this podcast i pray that it would go to every intended listener and lord that your kingdom come and your will be done in her life in the mighty and the most powerful name of jesus amen amen well thank you julia so much we love you and we pray for you and hopefully we'll stay in touch and we'll talk to you soon Ladies, thank you for listening to another episode of The Woman Podcast. It was so cool to have Julia on the phone with us today. Like always, if you want to stay connected, you can follow us on Instagram at Woman Conference. And we also have a Facebook page where you can stay connected. And as always, we'd love it if you would like and subscribe and do all those things. We'll be back with you soon. (laughs) 